Welcome everyone to Business Talk. My name is David Shoup and I'm your fearless leader through our journey together of entrepreneurship and all that it entails. Business Talk is about what it sounds like. We're gonna talk business and the ins and outs of small business ownership. This is the show for the entrepreneur. Whether you aspire to own your own business or already do, you may be looking for help. Maybe you have questions on how to start your new business that you've been dreaming about for years. Maybe you need additional employees but aren't sure how to bring them in, or you want to make sure that you're building your wealth safely. These are the issues we're going to be tackling together. Because let's face it, as entrepreneurs, this is a stressful journey for us. Many business owners I talk to day in and day out are putting it all on the line. Some invest their entire life savings into their business and gamble their very livelihood to succeed in their dream. This is definitely not easy. And so if you're going down this road, maybe for the first time, Welcome to Business Talk, and I hope it helps. This show is all about the entrepreneurial way of life, plain and simple. We're going to be talking about small business ownership and all that it includes to help you succeed. During our time together, we're going to be talking about how to set up new businesses, how to structure your existing business, how to plan for the success of your company, how to hire employees, how to fund your venture, solicit investors, what kind of contracts do you need to protect yourself, how to bring in partners, and so much more. I'm going to be bringing in a whole host of experts as guests to the show that will share with you their expertise in regards to your business. I'm be bringing in CPAs, HR consultants, financial advisors, business coaches, insurance brokers, and a whole bunch more, all aimed at doing one thing, helping you run and operate your small business more successfully and more profitably. But before I continue, I want to introduce myself a little bit more to you in case you don't know me. Like I said before, my name is David Shoup. I'm a corporate and business attorney, and I help entrepreneurs succeed safely and legally. After serving in the United States Marine Corps for eight years as an infantryman, I joined my wife in the practice of law. We decided to be entrepreneurs together, and we now own two different law firms here in Southern California, both based out of Marietta. One is Shoop Legal, an estate planning law firm where we help you plan today for peace of mind tomorrow. And the second is called the Veterans Business Law Group, where we serve the patriotic entrepreneur with all of their small business legal needs. Guys, I want you to know how you can get in touch with me. If you have a business question that you would like answered, you can submit your questions to me via email at info at bztalk.net. You may have questions regarding your business, and I want to answer them. Give me your questions at info at bztalk.net. So, guys, I believe that the life of the entrepreneur is truly a special calling. We need all the support we can get because, let's face it, the economy of this country is built on the backs of the small business owner. So consider this show my token of appreciation and way of teaming up together with you in your journey as an entrepreneur. And that's why I created this show. Because I want you to succeed, and I want to give you the resources that you need to grow your business. Basically, I'm going to be giving you what I wish I had as an entrepreneur when I first started my business. Okay, So today, we're going to be talking about wealth, building your wealth. As a small business owner, whether you're just getting started or have been in business for years, you need to plan for not only the increase of your wealth, but how to safely and strategically plan for your retirement. So today, it's all about strategic wealth planning, and it's going to be action-packed. So I don't want you to miss out on a single minute of this valuable content. Ultimately, I want you to succeed. So let's talk business. 
So to help me cover this incredibly important topic of wealth management and retirement planning, I have Rob Britton here from Hub TCG Advisors. Thank you so much for being here. Hey, David. Pleasure to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Absolutely. So I am so thrilled to hear your advice on this important topic. But before we dive in, tell everyone about yourself and what is it that you exactly do? All right. Thank you, David. Uh, again, my name is Rob Britton. I'm a senior wealth advisor with Hub TCG Advisors. Uh, and generally what I do is I, I help folks establish a long-term investment plan. Um, you know, a lot of people you know, don't focus on you know, that long-term planning aspect. They just want to get to the investments. But really that long-term plan helps folks match their risk tolerance with their return expectations. And let's face it, the only reason that folks you know, put their capital, their hard-earned capital at risk, is to make a reasonable return on that investment. Um, you know, after my clients and I get a plan established, I help execute on that plan and monitor that plan going forward. So I couple this long-term financial planning and investment management with a tax focus. So we can try to make sure our clients aren't paying a dime of extra tax uh, than what is absolutely necessary. By the way, we also make sure our clients' assets are protected by ensuring they have a good estate plan in place. Just so happens that I know a really good estate planning attorney here in town that I can't recommend enough. <laughs> Well, thank you so much. And our first question here is about accumulating wealth, right? It's such a crucial topic. And just about every business owner wants to accumulate that wealth, but don't really know how. So what are some examples of strategies that you implement with your clients to achieve their wealth growth goals? Well, you know, David, this one's pretty easy, actually. You know, most business owners are obviously in the business of well, growing their business. So they're not typically as focused on growing their net worth outside of that, that channel, you know, outside of increasing revenues to their, their core business or businesses if they're multiple business owners. Um, you know, so, you know, a result of that is that business owners typically end up paying more in taxes than they need to, and they make subpar returns on their investments, or maybe they even neglect their investments altogether, not because they're bad at saving or bad at investing, but really it's just they don't have the time to commit to making sure all the things that they need to grow that the money that they are you know, earning, hard at work earning from their business are in place. Um, an example of a strategy that is kind of a bite-sized strategy is just simply reaching out to an advisor like myself and asking about uh, establishing a retirement plan. You know, sometimes the numbers don't work. You know, you, you may have a lot of high-paid employees. It might be just too expensive. But you don't know this until you sit down with an advisor and they can run the numbers. You know, this is a huge piece of low-hanging fruit that's lacking in so many small business person's um, strategies. You know, creating multiple streams of revenue is key and just having a holistic approach to growing your net worth is, you know, is, is what we always advise. Mm, outstanding advice. Yeah. I mean, the business owners that I'm talking to uh, day in and day out, you know, they're, they're focusing on just one thing. Let me grow my business, but they're exactly. not taking advantage of, like you said, this low hanging fruit, which kind of ties into my next question. So I hear kind of from the outside perspective, uh, looking into the financial uh, wealth uh, plan here is, is a lot about this term called diversification when it comes to investments and wealth growth strategies, that kind of thing. Just how important is this anyways? Well, you know, th this term gets 
thrown around a lot, diversification. But, you know, as an advisor, I can tell you that diversification is critically important. So there's this thing called modern portfolio theory, right? And it's this notion that investors are risk averse, meaning that if you have two groups of investments or, or portfolios, we like to call it, that are pretty much identical in terms of how much they're expected to return to you, Naturally, an investor is going to choose the portfolio that's inherently less risky. So another way to look at this is that an investor is only going to take more risk if there's a possibility of a higher return. Now, without getting into all the mathematics behind it, diversification at its essence allows investors to do just that, create a portfolio of assets with the same expected return as a less diversified portfolio with less risk involved. The concept of diversification, it can get pretty complex with with the mathematics, but it does work. Studies have shown over time a diversified um, uh, array of investments is inherently less risky than a more concentrated portfolio. Mm, Interesting, interesting. Let me pick your brain here. I've got, I want to ask you, what is your favorite kind of investment for a, you know, a small business owner here in Southwest Riverside County? Well, David, I get this question a lot, and I've long been a proponent of value investing, which is essentially buying shares in undervalued companies. Um, you know, think Warren Buffett on this thing. You know, there's not a one-size-fits-all investment. You know, that 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 is applicable to everybody. However, it, it really def- depends on each investor's specific situation, risk tolerance, and you know the current state of capital markets. You know, capital markets are always in flux. So, you know, one you know one minute a, a one investment class might might outperform another, but it really depends on on the current market situation. Um, you know, at this time, there's been a lot of speculation that we may be heading into a recession. Uh, and that's almost always accompanied by a, a broad downturn in stock prices, right? So fortunately, you know, where we're at in the current environment, there's a lot of opportunity in the bond market, right? So last year, just for some context, the worst year on record was the worst year on record for bonds. With the, the, bond, the aggregate bond market declined by 13%, okay? Now, just taking into this to context, the second worst year that we've had on record was 1994. In 1994, the, uh, the aggregate bond market declined by 2.9%. Wow. So we're four times, you know, the worst year on, uh, you know, the worst performance of the bond uh, market that we have on record was last year. Because there was such an outsized, you know, decline in the market in bonds, uh, excuse me, a lot of that downside has been absorbed. And we believe that there's a lot more upside in the bond market in the short term, especially on a relative basis, to stocks and domestic stocks in particular. Meaning, you know, domestic stocks, U.S. stocks, are not cheap, right? So that's why the bond market sticks out as my favorite investment at this time. Uh, you're also getting paid a heck of a lot more than you used to for holding bonds, right? So, for on a for example, on a two-year Treasury bond which is, is now yielding almost 5%. That same bond at the beginning of 2022 was yielding only 0.8%. Wow. So you're getting paid a lot more than you have historically on bonds right now. Um, another area to look for in terms of investment might be value stocks, You know, the, my, one of my favorite investments. Those stocks have underperformed this year. Okay, We do believe that there's going to be a rotation um, and the growth stocks that have been doing really well this year 
Think about Amazon, Tesla, et cetera. Those have been leading the stock market, but we believe that's going to reverse and that the value names, think, think of things like Coca-Cola, Walmart, JP Morgan, those defensive type um, investments that tend to perform better when markets decline, we think that's going to be a good option for investors going forward. Um, there's also um, you know, a lot of talk about AI stocks and you know, those stocks have been really bought up and they're, they're probably pretty overpriced right now. But over the long term, we do think there's opportunity in the AI and, and for example, lithium battery space or, or lithium harvesting space. So, you know, those are a few ideas and, and some of the, the areas that we like to focus on in this current environment for our investors. Yeah, and that makes a lot of sense, um, uh, given your, you know, how much and how familiar we are with the uh, uh, with the current economy and all that good stuff. But the next question I have for you is, you know, like we talked about earlier, a lot of business owners have the majority of their wealth uh, invested, if you will, in their small business. So let's go down to the basics. What are some basic creative ways? that a small business owner can improve their financial position? Well, one of the first things that comes to mind is that a lot of businesses uh, will tend to keep a significant portion of their cash in their operating account, right? So if there are funds that are not earmarked for you know, use in the near term, then you can adopt a cash management strategy, right? So that you, now you're earning return on this money that you just sort of have sitting there, right? This is called float. Um, in the investment business. So, you know, this is why investors like Warren Buffett really prefer companies that have a, a large amount of cash reserves. You know, a good example of that is an insurance company or a bank, right? Those, they have, you know, this, this float and they earn a complete separate revenue stream on this idle cash. So, you know, this is, doesn't have to be just for the mega large companies out there. Small business folks can do this as well, especially now that risk-free bonds are paying such good rates of return. So you know if a um, and, you know if a business also here, here's another small um, creative way um, um, to improve from financial position. So if a, if a business has a small number of employees, or the majority of the workforce uh, of a business is composed of lower wage employees, adopting a pension plan of sorts could make a, a big difference for the ownership in the amount of taxes and retirement savings that are possible. You know, these types of plans do have a lot of complexity to them, but it can make a huge impact on the level of overall asset accumula accumulation over time. Oh, outstanding, outstanding. Well, with every good idea, sometimes there are not good ideas, right? So <laughs> Absolutely. Give, give us some, uh, and the listeners, some mistakes that you come across that the savvy entrepreneur is going to want to make sure they avoid. Well, you know, I think the main thing is just trying to avoid de developing this sense of apathy, right? Just kind of slipping into this mindset where you just don't have very much interest or concern about getting that advice and planning for the future, right? As a business owner, nobody's going to prompt you or, you know, you know, come up to you and say, hey, you, you got to get going with this. Um, you know, to set up a financial framework, you have to take ownership of that. You have to want to do that for yourself, for your employees, and really adopt the mantra of working smarter and not harder. So someone listening to this show may be thinking to themselves, you know what, I can do this on my own. But I got to ask you, Rob, have you seen a lot of people uh, successful in attempting this kind of investment strategies by themselves? You know, David, every once in a blue moon, you, you find somebody that, that's, that's pretty successful. But those types of folks have 
kind of their own passion for investing. They, they really, really enjoy following this stuff. Um, or they have some type of inside track and they kind of limit their investing to a certain arena, right? So if you have a person that works in the, in the technology space, they may be really well tuned in to kind of some of those new and cutting edge technologies. And, you know, it's, it's very possible for a person like that to, you know, do very well on their own. But I would say, what's more common is is the business owner that is stretched very thin you know they're they're already doing you know all kinds of things for their business they have so many hats on and 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 so many you know pokers in the fire that they don't have the the bandwidth to really dig in and vet investments and you know a lot of times people will make investments based on you know what their friends are doing or what they hear on the golf course you know you know things like that and that's not, in my experience, been a very winning strategy. They they tend to be you know more trends that are you know successful for a, a really brief time. Um, you know I, I think that the key to investing is thinking in the long term. You know building portfolios that can weather um, you know downturns in in the economy in the marketplace and you know that sets you up for success down the road, not just to turn a quick buck. So you know that's that's what I would urge everybody to consider. Do you have the, the time and the willingness to really um, you know, take on a, a full, the full management of your own uh, investments? And if the answer is no, you know, the, 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 the thing that I would recommend is at least having a conversation to see um, you know, what, what uh, your, the advisor recommends for your particular situation. Yeah, that's, that's good advice, Rob. And I want to go a little bit further on this topic, right? Um, so what are some of the risks that someone could be taking on by trying to do this themselves? Assuming, Let's just assume, for example, they've got some employees, they're trying to set this up on their own. What are they really taking on by doing this themselves? Yeah. Um, you know, there's so many investments out there. You know, there's there's investments, for example, let's take annuities, for, for, for example. Annuities are very, very complex um, investment instruments. There's there's an annuity that can be completely different from another annuity. It's all dependent on the terms of that specific product. So, you know, I'm not completely knocking annuities, but you know, they tend to be more expensive, and you know, people will sign up for these things because they like the person that they're 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 talking to, um, that, that's that's pitching it, but. You know, there's there's risk to these types of things. There's you can't get your money out. Um, you know, if you need it, it's locked up for a period of time. So it's really about understanding what it is that you're getting into. And I think people sometimes need to take a step back and just um, you know fully understand. And that's what we really try to to do is to try to without getting too far into the details, really give people an awareness of um, you know the things that they're holding in their investment portfolio. So we've talked a lot about the established entrepreneur and some strategies that they can implement uh, regarding growing their wealth and that kind of thing. But how about the entrepreneurs that are just starting? What is your advice in regards to retirement planning at this stage? Well, David, you should always be thinking about 
retirement planning. I mean, it's, it's not something you wake up thinking about, but you know, everybody should have it in their back of their minds. However, if you're just starting out and you're, you're doing a startup business, you know, there's so many variables that you're just unaware of, right? You don't really know what your cash flow situation looks like. You don't really know how many employees you're going to bring on. So a lot of times you don't want to jump the gun. You don't want to just slam open a, a retirement plan and then be faced with, you know, the, you know, some of the, the, the realities that occur in, in starting up a new business and then have to scrap the plan and, and you know, there's penalties that can be incurred and things like that. So you almost want to give yourself enough time to understand the nature of your business, understand how things flow from year to year. And you may even want to hold off on actually pulling the trigger and, and starting up a retirement plan for your business for the first couple of years. Get to know um, you know, the dynamics of the business before you lock yourself in, because it is a commitment. You have a commitment not only to yourself, to your employees, um, but also just to, um, you know, keeping the, the spirit of, of why you started the retirement plan in the first place. So you, you want to be ready to do that. You want to have an understanding of your day-to-day -day operations, and that's when you execute on the next level and, 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 and start, um, you know, moving forward with that process. All right. Terrific. Terrific, guys. So, uh, one thing that a lot of business owners are concerned about is the just the cost in establishing a retirement plan. Uh, so what can you tell us about that? Well, again, I, I alluded to this previously, but, you know, it can be a, a, a pretty significant cost to administer a retirement plan, right? Especially if you have a lot of higher paid employees. So, um, you know, the, the, the idea here is you, you have to figure out what your motivation is for the retirement plan. Is it to provide a, a nice benefit for your employees? Is it to save as much on taxes and save for yourself as the owner? You, know, you really want to try to, to think about that so that when you have a discussion with a plan advisor, you can, you can craft a uh, retirement plan um, you know, through the plan documents that really reflect your intention. And at, at a certain point, you know, establishing a plan you know, for certain businesses might be cost prohibitive. But, you know, I can only encourage you to take the proactive step, crunch the numbers, figure out if the tax savings are going to be sufficient to at least come close to offsetting the cost of the plan. That's really where the rubber meets the road. Got it. Got it. Now, a concept or, or really an idea that I've heard a lot about is trying to earn income on a tax-free basis. Can you explain this and, and kind of break it down for us? Absolutely. So, um, you know, a lot of business owners are, you know, typically tend to be in a, in a high tax bracket. Yes, as a business owner, you have a lot of write-off potential, at least in certain industries. But, you know, if you're successful at your business, you, you likely are paying a lot of money in taxes. So, adopting um, some type of tax-free income you know, can make a lot of sense in, 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 in certain circumstances. So, you know, we accomplished that, you know, being in California, as everybody, you know, I'm sure is aware, you know, there's a lot of tax uh, that has to be paid here. So there is something called a double tax-free California municipal bond. You're exempt from taxes at the state level. You're exempt from taxes at the federal level. So this, any income that's earned from these special types of bonds do not count towards your adjusted gross income. So it's not for everybody. You have to be in a tax bracket that is you know, sufficiently high. But if you are, you know, it can be a really good solution to earn income on a tax-free basis. So it's, it's, it's worth looking into. 
Oh, absolutely. Thank you uh, for that. But uh, one thing I want to ask is everyone loves a good success story. What kind of success stories can you share with us uh, that you've uh, you know experienced on your end? Well, that's a that's a good question. We you know we have a lot of success stories, and you know one that particularly sticks out is that we do have a client, a very successful business owner in the in the in the real estate uh, space, and you know she's paying really really high tax liability every year. I'm talking in the in the hundreds of thousands of dollars, and you know she had just got done paying a big you know writing a big check to the uh, to the IRS, and and she came to us and asked, hey, what are my options here? So she was a perfect candidate for a cash balance plan. This is a type of pension plan. Now, these plans are definitely not for everybody. There's a lot of moving parts. There's a time commitment. And, um, you know, it can be, it can be costly. Um, you know, there, there's a, a higher level of contribution that you have to make for your employees. But in her case, the numbers worked out. And we were able to, you know, put hundreds of thousand dollars into this cash balance plan to fund for her retirement while at the same time saving her you know hundreds of thousands of dollars in taxes each year so again I want to stress you know because it's, this is not for every business owner but if you are in a the highest tax bracket and you just cannot figure out a way to pay less taxes we might uh, have a solution for you but it all starts with that initial conversation Thank you so much for your time. If someone wanted additional information from you, how could they contact you? Well, um, I, my office number is 951-633-1040. I'm uh, located in the city of Temecula. And my email address is rbritton, R-B-R-I-T-T-O-N, at tcgservices.com. Well, thank you, like I said, so much for uh, uh, joining us here together today. To review, guys, we have covered a ton of stuff in our show together. We've covered how to achieve your wealth goals, strategies that every single person may want to adopt. But keep in mind, you need to consult with a professional. There are several professionals that every small business owner is going to want to make sure they have uh, with them. Number one is their CPA. Everyone's got to pay taxes, right? Uh, but you want to reduce uh, your taxes, adopt some good tax planning strategies. And number two is your financial advisor. You need to grow your wealth, adopt retirement planning strategies under the guidance of an expert. And that's where uh, uh, people like Rob Britton really come in handy uh, for small business owners. And then third, of course, I've got to just put it out there that a good business attorney is a great idea for all small business owners, if I do say so myself. But like I said, we've covered all kinds of stuff today. Wealth management, growing your uh, wealth, your financial, uh, you know, just structuring our financial portfolio, if you will, diversifying your investments, all that good stuff. And if you are at all confused about this, really reach out to Rob. He is uh, uh, just such a professional in our community. And if you have any other general questions, please reach out to me. You can email me at info at bztalk.net. Well, for all my entrepreneurs out there, I hope that this has been helpful for you. And don't forget, email me your business questions. So to all my entrepreneurs, take care, stay safe, and good luck building each of your empires. Take care.